Hip, 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 Hey, hey, and welcome to Let's Hipply This, the podcast all about the hipply language of love. I am your host, Claudia Williams, a life coach and the creator of Hipply. I am also known as Mama Hipply. I dream of a world with more kindness, peace, and love, where we are just as practiced in loving language as we are in being reactive, blamey, and judgmental. Join me in making a difference, one hipply moment at a time. Hey there, welcome back to part two with Christine Dixon, my interview with her about IFS, Internal Family Systems. This is part two of a two-part series. If you haven't listened to part one, I recommend you go back and listen to that first. Enjoy. So back to um, boundaries. Mm -hmm. I just recently became aware of internal boundaries. It's like, oh, we can have internal boundaries too. Yes. What comes up for you when I say internal boundaries? Yeah, it's, so I think of internal boundaries as being self-led because they're, you know, we'll have IP (laughs) self-led because uh, they're, you know, when our parts blend and take over, they can be extreme, right? Like, so there might be, say there's a part that binge drinks or binge eats or binges anything, right? And so, um, we, when we begin to, to get to know them and we begin to understand why they're doing what they're doing, um, the, the self on the inside, what it looks like, at least for me, is like, let's say I'm, um, so an internal boundary is just something that is good for me, right? That, that kind of keeps me in a healthy, balanced state. Um, and so what, what it looks like for me is the self might say, you know, I have this urge to eat a gallon of ice cream or something. And, and the self comes in very tenderly and says, ah, I see you, you know, what are you afraid would happen if you didn't eat this? Mm -hmm. So it doesn't, for me, the self is not like, stop it. Don't do it. That, that would be another part, right. That maybe would try to set that boundary. Um, But it would just say, ah, what, what just happened? Right. What, what just happened? Maybe there was a like a thought, or I saw something on TV that triggered some kind of pain. Usually like when I, you know, Martha Beck calls it walking back the cat, you know, would you, would you go backwards in time to wait, when, when did this, when was this triggered? Mm -hmm. I'll start to identify, Oh, uh, there was some comment that reminded me of this in childhood and it was so painful. And then this part came and wanted to eat the ice cream. Right. And the self will say, can you let me be with the wounded part, you know, even for 90 seconds. And then if you still want to eat the ice cream, go ahead. But, but can I be in leadership here? You know, and, and it's, it's very confident and yet, yet gentle, right? Like the self never mm-hmm. overrides the other part. It understands that it's doing something for a good intention, but it may, may have a negative impact. So I think when there are extreme parts that are having a negative impact, that's when we kind of set those internal boundaries or we, the self comes in to talk to them and to say, okay, how can I help you so that, so that we can uh, make choices that are, that are healthy. 
you know. Yes. Awesome. That's such a good um, explanation and definition. That's exactly what it is. Confident and gentle. IP self-led. Yeah. Uh, to actually like be figure out what is it that my inner peace self wants. Yeah. And, and the self is so interesting because it doesn't override the parts. It listens to them. And I think other parts think, oh, if I listen to this part that wants to eat the, the gallon of ice cream, it's going to take over and, and we're going to eat it. But that's actually not what happens that when we actually listen to the parts that are extreme, like we were talking about before, they actually relax, Mm -hmm. right? They, they begin to calm down and we're actually less likely to eat the gallon of ice cream. Once we've listened to that part fully. Yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah. And, but it's, it's kind of like counterintuitive, like for some yeah. parts of us. So, so I'll often like present a, an experiment, like just try it, just try going toward it and listening mm-hmm. to it. And I'll even tell the, you know, the binging part, let me be with this part maybe for two minutes. And then if, if it doesn't work, you can come in, we can eat the ice cream. It's fine. You know, because those parts are just trying to help, right. Yeah. There's, they don't have bad intention. And probably I would say eight, nine times out of 10, it doesn't even feel the need to do it anymore. Yeah. After, I mean, and, and very naturally, it's not like I'm, it's not like willpower, like, yeah. oh, I want to eat the ice cream and I'm going to make myself not eat it. Right. It's I'm like, oh, let me listen to yeah. you. Can I go to the wound underneath? And then once I've gone to the wound underneath, it's like, you know what? Actually, I'm not hungry. I'm cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, so that's that hipply energy inside circulating instead of um, a war inside, which is the pressure and we got to eat it, we got to not eat it, la, la, la. Right. And um, I call that a parts meeting and, and you can do that for any like decision that you have to make or like, you know, I'm thinking right now when we're recording, the holidays are coming up and like, you know, a lot of people can feel stressed around holiday plans yeah. or being with family and we can have a parts meeting and just listen to every single part around, you know, whatever comes up around it and understanding that we don't have to go with one part. And, you know, like one one part might say, oh, but my family's so stressful. I just don't want to go at all. Right. And another part says, oh, my gosh, we have to appease them. That's rude. We have to go and we have to do whatever they want. Right. And those are polarized, but we can listen to both of them and all the other parts that have opinion yeah. and, and value whatever need it is they're protecting underneath. Like sometimes one part is really wants to connect or value family. And another part is valuing us and maybe understands where they our family or other people's, you know, are harming us. And we can listen to all of it. Self can take it all in. It's like nonviolent communication on the inside, right? Yeah. Because it, it can creatively consider all of the needs and find a solution that meets them all and then make a plan going forward, um, you know, that maybe we'll go to our family, but um, if we feel triggered, we'll retreat to the bathroom or we'll go take a walk. Or maybe a part really wants us to um, not be alone with Uncle Fred or, you know, whatever it is, right. The the self can say, okay, yes, I want you to feel comfortable when we go. And I want you to feel comfortable and we can, you know, make, make a self-led plan. 
So good. So good. The self-led plan with the boundaries. Yeah. When 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 I notice I'm triggered. I yeah. have a plan. There's something I can do. And then yeah. like Dick says, Dick Schwartz says, healing happens spontaneously. And yeah. We're showing up with our IP self hipply energy. Mm-hmm. In, in a calm, <laughs> confident, creative way. Yeah, what's coming up for me is Martha Beck. She always says we're in continuous creative response to whatever is happening. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, I always say that healing always occurs in this moment as we bring love to whatever is arising in us. Mm-hmm. And I think as we as we love whatever's arising in us, then we have the capacity to love whatever's arising in someone else. And if, if we don't, right, if, if we find that we can't, you know, find any compassion or empathy for the person in front of us, it just means that we have to give it to the parts of us first. We have to turn inside and really listen to, you know, maybe there's a part that needs a boundary or there's a, you know, some distance or there's a part that really wants to be heard about something. And what I found is once I give that attention inside, it very naturally comes on the outside and I'm able to love, you know, so again, we've talked about this already, but, but it's, it's a natural progression. So that's why I think, um, you know, you read that quote when Dick talks about the critical mass of self-energy yeah. Um, it's wonderful. He calls it the virtuous cycle, right? It's like, it's like, there's this little bit. So I'll tell people, you know, say you're feeling really, you know, enraged or like just really blended with parts and, or maybe self-critical and self-loathing and shame. And there's just so much suffering right inside of you. Yeah. If you can find that little bit of inner peace in your tip of your little pinky (laughs) if you can find just this that's what i think he means by a critical mass it's just like this little tiny bit yeah you can begin to have that virtuous cycle right and that's why i like that exercise of becoming aware oh i'm aware that there's a part of me that's feeling self-loathing yeah i'm i'm aware there's so i'm aware like say you're feeling um like you're just like that exercise we just did, right? Where you're like, I hate myself, Yeah. right? And then you go to, I feel like I hate myself. And like, what does that feel like inside, yeah. inside my body? And then I'm aware that I hate myself. Okay, I'm aware of this. And then the last one would be, I really, I'm aware that there's a part of me that hates another part of me. So now there, it's almost like there's the self and there's the, those parts. And now you have a critical mass of self. Yeah. Yeah. And there's and, some space. <laughs> yeah. And you can now give curiosity and compassion and loving energy to the part that's being hated and the part that's hating. And you can get curious. Why do you hate that part? What happened? Yeah. You know, what are you afraid of? What happened with this part? And how does it feel to be hated? And you know what I mean? You have uh, the critical mass of self leads to the the healing on the inside and the outside yeah 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 in in the hippie language of love i've got the concept of tar and feeling tarry and tar incorporates judgments and blaming and shaming right so 
the ideas that you're suffering from, the thoughts that you're having about whatever is happening and not necessarily only because of what's happening. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that sort of relates very much to what you just explained. It's like you're, the self never has judgments. So if you're judging, it's always a part. If you're feeling tarry yep. or if you're speaking tar, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's yeah. part and being yeah. able to remove yourself and and listen to the tar i mean all the parts just want to be seen and heard so don't suppress but allow yeah yeah feel through it and then you can move through yeah it's so interesting because um a lot of people try to get rid of their judgmental or tarry parts right by being judgmental of the judgmental parts <laughs> Right. Like, yeah. oh, get rid of yeah. them, hate them, push them away. Yeah. But, but yeah, and what we're talking about, this IP self is bringing non judgment even to the judgment. Yeah. Right. And it's kind of, it reminds me of that statement, um, you know, you cannot, from Martin Luther King Jr., you can't drive out hate with hate. Like, only love can do that. Or you can't drive out darkness with darkness. Only light can do that. Light. Right. And so the yeah. self is like the light, the love yeah. that can actually transform the judgmental parts. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Bringing in the light and the love. Oh, it's so beautiful. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Well, as we finish up our interview, I'm wondering if you have um, a tip for my listeners that try this at home, something. Mm. Yeah. Well, okay. So d- try the the four statements. Um, you know, and if you didn't hear them, it's I am, I feel, and then you just fill in the word, and I am aware of feeling, and then I'm aware of a part who feels. Um, so that's one. I can give another one though, if you want me to. Um so something that I really like to do. Um it's, it's kind of similar. Again, the, the whole process is always trying to have enough separation to be in relationship with whatever's alive in us. Like to me, that's, that's the, the process in, in its simplicity, but how to do it is kind of hard for some people. So I like to say to, you can take two minutes to do this, just to kind of sit in a still space um, and in IFS, we say you make a YOU turn. <laughs> so instead of focusing outward, you begin focusing on the inside for a moment. And I like to say to look at your pets, <laughs> P-E-T. And so you're looking at physical sensations, emotional energy, and thoughts. And so this exercise, you can just pick one of each. So let's say, okay, I want to be aware of a physical sensation I have. And whatever comes first, right? Like, so I, I tweaked my back when I was opening the curtains this morning. So I'm aware of a a pain in my back, right? So I would just be aware of it. I might breathe in. Ah, I see you pain in my back. And again, this is like the, I'm aware of the pain in my back. Mm -hmm. And then, and then I might go to an emotional energy. Do I feel any emotional energy right now? And it could be anger, sadness, fear, happiness, 
Um, it could be numbness, right? It could be a part that's like disconnecting you. Whatever is true is fine. And so, um, so I'm trying to connect. Um, I noticed just like a smidge of sadness uh, around something in my life right now. So, so I'm going to just say, I see you sadness. And then, and then I would go to thoughts. The T is thoughts. And just it's whatever the first thought that comes to your mind, it could be this exercise is ridiculous. <laughs> you know, it could be, um, it's something you have to do later today or something happened, you know, whatever. That's a part that's holding that thought, right? So you can say, oh, I see you thought that this is ridiculous or whatever, right? And then what I like to do, so now you have a physical sensation an emotional energy and a, and a thought and then I want like to imagine them in front of me. And I know I'm, it's taking me longer to explain this, but you can do it pretty quickly, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe like I, I might see myself in front of me with, you know, like my back highlighted, right? I'm like, oh, I'm with you, you know? And then I'll see myself with maybe, maybe it's like a little ball of blue sadness or something, right? It can, whatever comes to you, it could be an image and energy, but, but it's now it's in front of you. And then there's this part that's going, this is dumb. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so now I am with these parts and I can say, you're all welcome here. I see you. So again, just pinpointing and, and practicing this is so helpful because it's like you're practicing the muscle of noticing whatever's alive in you. And there's no fixing. I'm not trying to fix the pain in my back right? Though it might lead to that because I might go, oh, I'm so curious about you. Like, why are you hurting? What do you need from me? Oh, you need me to lay down? (laughs) You know, like, I mean, it it might naturally lead to some kind of fix, but, but that's not the, the intention. The intention is just, I see you and I'm with you. And that's, that to me is the, is the basis and the lifestyle of, of healing and of, of that hip energy right inside of us. Yeah. Oh yeah. So good. Yeah. Great. That's a great tip. And mm, what I have found in my coaching that sometimes people promise to check in with their parts every day and then they, you know, they don't do it. Right. Uh-huh. Two weeks later. And I'm like, how did it go? Checking in with this part, that part. And they didn't do it. Uh-huh. Wondering if, if like I'm and and I, you know, trying to come up with some ideas like building it into your habits or routines, like every time you brush your teeth, check in with your parts. Or yeah, yeah. Notification on your phone or right before you go to bed or right after you get up. Like, do you have any tips for that and experience? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that can be very common. And the first thing I would do is to perhaps check if there are parts that are blocking them from doing it parts that don't want to do it for whatever reason and, and get curious and explore those parts because until those parts are, their concerns are met, they won't let the person do it. Right. So you might tell, you know, sometimes um, just in my experience with clients, I'll ask that part, you know, what are you afraid would happen if, if this person, if you let this person meet with their part, you know, even for 20 seconds, you know, every day. And it would say, I, I hate rigidity. I, I just want them to be free. I don't want them to 
like have to do anything. So it's a part that has a good value, right? It like wants the person to be free. And so, so sometimes I'll propose an experiment to that part and I'll say, okay, what if the person, um, what if this person like set a timer and they checked with you in that moment and they said, how do you feel about us checking with the hearts right now? So now you have freedom of choice and you can say no in that moment. And, or you might say, yeah, it's okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So now you're meeting that part's need for freedom of choice, right? You don't have to check with the parts every day, but we're just going to, you know, so, so that would be the first step. But I also like, yeah, what you're saying is it can be kind of a muscle, right? And, and parts need experience. And so I'll tell people, start with as, you know, Martha talks about this too, right? Just start with as little as your system will let you do. Mm-hmm. Sometimes Martha will say, you know, your system will let you do 10 seconds, do five, <laughs> right? Like cut it in half. Um, but it can be, it can seriously be a two second, like breathe in, breathe out. That's it. Just that's, that was all I did to check in with my parts, but because the, the system, a lot of the protective parts need evidence that it's going to be okay. Sometimes they can be afraid that if you go in and you check with that part, it's going to overwhelm you. You're going to experience a lot of pain. So you really want to check in with what's the reason behind whatever part won't let them do it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here with me today with some really good discussions. And where can my listeners find you and your IFS membership and all your offerings? Yeah, so I um I'm on Instagram at the underscore ordinary underscore sacred. So my handle is the ordinary sacred. And then I also have a website that's the ordinary sacred.com. And you can find lots of offerings there. I have these self-paced courses of IFS 101, self-compassion through an IFS lens. And then I just released one called um internal family systems and your body compass. So I'm really um, combining, you know, some of the, the things that Martha Beck teaches with IFS. Um, and I have, I, I'm currently creating one on non, nonviolent communication and how it meshes so well with IFS. But, um, and then I have a weekly group that is um, basically an IFS support group. And it's where people come together. We do exercises and meet with our parts and then share for our parts with each other. Um, it's a really great group, but it's um, it's on Tuesdays from 1 to 2.30 Central Time. So, of course, it's not going to work for everybody, but um, it's only $20 a month. So, and it meets every week for an hour and a half. So, yeah, if, if it works for you, <laughs> you, can, you can find it on my website. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate you. Oh, I appreciate you so much. And I'm so excited for, um, yeah, just your vision and what you're doing. Becoming fluent in a new language takes time, grace, and lots of practice. I invite you to join me every week as I practice with callers and interview experts. If you like what we're doing here, please consider hitting subscribe rating, reviewing, and sharing this with your friends to help grow the podcast. I appreciate your support. And finally, 
If you find yourself in a Tari situation and want to practice Hipley with me on the podcast, please apply via email at hiplylol at gmail.com. Hiplylol at gmail.com. Until next time.